pretty sure I know how Sam feels about this one. He loves it. I'm Justin. Jerry, you're better than this, Jerry. I'm Sam. Well, thanks a lot, listener feedback. This is Monkey Paw meets Teen Witch. <laughs> or better known as Wish Upon on Stinker Madness. Oh, and I'm Jackie. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Big for that. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No one! Hang on! It stinks. Hang on! This is a double! Stinker Madness. Uh, hello, welcome to Stinker Madness. This is a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. This week on the podcast, Jackie picks a stinker. Uh, for the first rotation of Spooktober, uh, I think we should each get a pick for Spooktober this week. We might even have extra room at the end. I don't know. I don't know how calendars work, so uh, pay attention to that. But Spooktober starts officially this week with Jackie's Wish Upon from 2017, starring Joey King and Ryan Felipe. Uh, who was that? He was married to Reese Witherspoon. I know, I know, I know, but like, who the <laughs> fuck, Ryan Felipe? I don't think he's been in a movie since Cruel Intentions. Oh, I bet you he has. We just don't care about him. He was in a movie. This is a movie. Yeah, since Question Cruel mark. Intentions. <laughs> no, he was awesome in MacGruber. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we saw him also in something else that I can't think of that it was like, hey, look, Ryan Felipe, isn't that cute? Um, Sam, why don't you tell us what you can about uh, Wish Upon? Well, I'll start with Ryan Felipe. Hey, <laughs> weird. Or Ryan Philippi, I think is how you're supposed to say it. I, I like it when they're fancier names. Felipe. Felipe. I think uh, it's not even Ryan, it's Rianne Felipe. Rianne Felipe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, on the lovely commentary of... MacGruber, you actually find out that despite all of the... You notice, like, after Cruel Intentions, he ends up getting a lot of hard-edged characters, like older guys, always has to have a beard. Yeah. A lot of tough guy roles. Yeah. Or military roles. Right. Almost like what they're doing with uh, the the Harry Potter kid and uh, uh, what's-his-nuts from the, the Sparkle Vampire shit, even though that guy's a pretty solid actor. Yeah, and he's actually pretty big. Uh, but when I was watching the commentary for MacGruber, I found out that they all loved Ryan Felipe or Philippe, Ryan Philippi. Uh, they just adored him, but they're like, oh, it's weird because he does a lot of these gruff characters and you meet him and you find out that he's really been outside of art school and studios for about 15 minutes. Oh, okay. He didn't know how to drive a car. In fact, <laughs> one point, during the filming of MacGruber, like they could barely get him to where like he could put it into first on the Jeep and then dump the clutch. And then it was low enough down the road that once it quit jumping around, he could like steer it. And then when he drived it, when he drove it into the shot, he would always fuck it up, dump the clutch, whatever. And in the best shot, he finally got the clutch to work, but then he didn't get it back into first. And you can actually see the, the Jeep start to roll out of the shot because that was the best take they had of it. Are you sure you weren't watching the gods must be crazy? And that was a little indigenous African guy, uh, driving around in a Jeep backwards, you know, cause he, that sounds a lot like the gods must be crazy. Well, no, it's not anything like that at all. It's actually just like the Jeep parks and then they get out of it and then there's a cut. But if you go back and they say in the commentary, the Jeep actually rolled down the hill and it was quite dangerous. He all damn near killed us all. Uh, he, you can back it up and look at it, and you're like, nope, that Jeep started moving backwards right when they cut it. <laughs> they took every inch of, of film that they could on that, and even though they shot it on a red. Uh, but I just find that interesting about Ryan uh, Philippi is that he's just, 
like the consummate artist, so he doesn't even know how to drive a car. Mm -hmm. But he can act like it. Right. As long as it's not on a hill. It's too bad he wasn't like Oliver Reed. You know, he was a consummate artist and a consummate drunk, and then he could combine the two and act like he was driving a car, but really he's just super drunk and crashing it. He shot down a helicopter in a Jeep with no guns, flying it over a cliff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. He did do that. Drunk. Yeah, of course. So that would explain why he had to have a trash partner in this movie, because somebody had to drive the truck. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You need to have a dumpster diving pal. (laughs) Hey, this Ford's not automatic. Damn it. Yeah, well, maybe that Ford was probably an auto. Yeah. He was probably all right. Probably. Even though I don't recall seeing him drive it. I don't either. I don't think he did. Uh, The director, John R. Leonetti kicked around as a cinematographer for quite a while to the point that he has the ASC uh, certification. Okay. His first film that he shot was Child's Play. Oh. He also shot Hot Shots Part Deux. Nice. Detroit Rock City, Ooh. Joe Dirt, and many oh. others. Okay. He got into directing. His first chance was Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So oh, this is his second no. episode. Oh, no. Yep. No. Uh, his <laughs> second directorial effort was God damn it. The Butterfly Effect 2. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. At which point he probably thought he'd never direct another film again. Uh Uh-huh. So he goes back to shooting films, and he ends up shooting James Wan's second film, Dead Silence. Hmm. After that, James Wan's like, I like you. And he did, I think he shot the uh, Insidiouses, and then at that point he gets another shot. Wan's like, you should direct Annabelle. So he actually directed Annabelle. Okay. And Annabelle was popular, I believe. Not it was, us, but I think it made money. I liked it. And he's since Annabelle has only directed. I don't know if any of them are good besides that. I don't know if that's good because I don't like any part of that series. I just don't. But it's he got a second con- chance and here he is. He's he's used that second chance to land himself on Stinker Madness four years later. All right. You're back, Even baby. I, <laughs> I believe he has directed a film in tw- 2019. OK, we'll see how that goes. I was going to tease Sam about his doll collection, and that's why he doesn't like the, right. the Annabelle series, because uh-huh. it makes his little heart cry, because the one doll he has, his favorite one, his prized doll, is, looks like Annabelle. Yeah, Sam's like the uh, the neighbor dad in Shameless. He's just got a doll collection that he takes everywhere. I'm leaving, and I'm taking my dolls with me! <laughs> yeah, well, my doll collection is a little different. The reason I don't like Annabelle is that she didn't have a real skin asshole. Oh, no! <laughs> Oh, but she was travel size. Yeah, right. <laughs> you could take her on the plane and be like, she's my comfort doll. And by comfort, I mean, yeah. Can I have a p- pillow? What about that? This one's a pleasure model. <laughs> <laughs> you. All right. That's a little, uh, little much to start off this episode, but I guess, you know, hey, we've got, we've got no place to go but down from here. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Uh, Jerry O'Connell, of course, makes a brief cameo appearance in B-Footage. What the fuck? Uh, It's also his actual family in the photo. Oh, okay, that's cute. Later, he would decide to be omitted from the credits. Yes! (laughs) That's that's so Jerry. (laughs) It is. It's also so Jerry. Stop it, Jerry. You're better than this. I reiterate myself. You could come on this show. Yeah. And we would pay you nothing. We would pay and you that nothing. And nothing that you would get from doing this show would be better than whatever you got for having to omit yourself from the credits to this film. Uh, I, all right, I'll, I'll pony up and I'd say we'll make him dinner. He'll have, a nice, he'll have a nice meal. If he decides to come, I mean, he could do it from his house, though. Oh, yeah. I, you could, like, Grubhub him something. Yeah, yeah, FedEx him a plate of lasagna. It'll get there in a week, buddy. Yeah, that's a good option when Grubhub's out there. <laughs> hey, man, we got to support the USPS. I'm send- I'm sticking it in the post. <laughs> you didn't even put it in an envelope. There's just stamps all over this lasagna. <laughs> post it. <laughs> Those aren't normal stamps. In fact, don't eat that lasagna. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to. It's literally postmarked from two weeks ago, buddy. <laughs> 
Back, People are trying to, to vote right now, you asshole. You're holding up the post with lasagna. <laughs> uh, the stars, the top billing on this are Joey King, the lead actress. Mm-hmm. Who we will remember from uh, Slenderman, our Slenderman episode. She was in that. She's in a bunch of crap I had never heard of. Apparently, I didn't read down the list far enough to Slenderman because I just didn't care. Yeah, right. Ki Hong Lee. Ryan, mm-hmm. he was in the Maze Runner series, I guess. Never oh, yeah, saw any true. of those. Yeah, right. Jackie and I watched those. They, they were okay. Okay, yeah, cool. Whatever. They were good desperation movies. Yeah, it's on HBO for free. Whatever. Uh, this film cost twelve million dollars. Okay, it's not bad. Returned fourteen domestically and forty three worldwide. So he still gets to make them. Yeah, right in there. Of yeah, you sort of made money, kid. Well, R- Maze Runner guy ends up with the box. Oh, hey, dude, come on, Skip man. to the end, why don't you? Yeah, look at all this stuff that's written on these notepads that well, apparently means nothing to you. Now that this episode is over. <laughs> Jackie's going back to drinking. Oh, no, I'm still drinking during this episode. <laughs> I am so damn embarrassed that I picked this. <laughs> and Sam's right. I got to stop getting sauced by, by the time that we get to the listener feedback because I'll agree just about fucking anything. Pretty much anything. I'm like, what? Kermit does Manhattan? Mm-hmm. The porn uh, Yeah, the Muppets. Pus- see? The porn Muppets, Okay, yeah. you got it. Yeah, it was the sequel to uh, Peter Jackson's Meet the Feebles that nobody really liked. Yeah. Got him sued out of Hollywood and he never worked again. Poor Peter Jackson. That's in an alternate reality. Hey, you dig on the multiverses. Shut up. That was like the <laughs> stupidest fucking shit ever in this movie. Why don't you just skip ahead, Justin? It comes I'll up skip twice. Ahead. Twice. Teenager. I'll skip ahead. Teenagers are assholes, and adults <laughs> that write for teenagers are bigger assholes. Right. <laughs> twice in this movie it says, whoa, you dig on multiverses? Twice. Not just once, but twice. Yeah. Somebody... When also when they're writing the uh, when she owns the pretty girl and she calls her Schmegma, uh-huh. I was like, the guy who wrote this is between thirty nine and forty six years old. When that was a high school classic, I know. Like, there's almost a taste of Neil Breen in the writing of this movie. Like, you are disconnected, bro. You heard something one time and you're like, boom. Now I've got a movie. Are you fucking kidding me right now with this shit? What the fuck? Jackie? That was just fucking dumb. The schmegma thing? Yeah. Okay, we'll get I was into like, that later. It just kind of sounded like they were trying to steal something from the Lord of the Rings. What? And I was like, what, are they, what is she talking about? And then she has to get a phone and read it off of there. It's like, that's not that good of a burn. If are you, you don't, If you can't just tell her what it is, you have to read it from the phone. Are you comparing schmegma to schmaug? No, schmog would burn off your schmagma. <laughs> With his magma. <laughs> schmog would burn off your schmagma? With magma. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> We're this we get done talking about the nuts and bolts of this film. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about a problem that I have with all of these films beyond the fact that I'm just not a teenager and I can't get behind it. And I don't think teenagers could get behind whatever was going on here. But it's like there's a question in the production room or in pre-production and it's, is the jib available for this block? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then the screenplay has to be about 27 pages long Mm -hmm. because you're just going to fill it up with a bunch of mediocre goddamn jib shots. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. Give it to this guy and, like, you know, we'll get... I mean, what's the price of a movie ticket and, like, how we break down $14 million in 2017's money, you know, because it was so long ago in the before time. Uh, but that, let's just let's just do one-to-one math here. It's uh, it's like two million people when saw this movie, you know? Because you also got to cut count the dollar tickets, you know? It's like they if you made $14 million in the U.S., uh, and I'm an American, so I only think about other Americans as the only people on the planet. Uh, that's about two million people watch this movie. So, yeah, if you want to have to put two million butts in seats, just where's the jib this week? Where's the jib this week? 
I also noticed that the best photography and the best filmmaking in this film was that weird minute and a half sequence in between the end of the movie and before the credits started that was almost a post-credit sequence, but it was too good and too out of place. And I was like, yeah, those are good shots. Maybe you save it for the next one. Hmm. We'll have to hear what you're talking about later because I'm not sure what you're talking about. Uh, Should we get into this damn thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. Let us start by announcing that Justin and I were watching the theatrical version when we got a text from Sam right. that was, you have to watch the director's cut. Because both are available on Prime. Right. So we saw the opening shot of the movie theater one, mm-hmm. and then we went back and restarted it. We were only like 30 seconds in. If that. It, it wasn't even that big yeah. a deal. Oh, my God. So the opening shot go, goes from being like, there's a lady, to... Welcome to the street. Yeah, a sweeping jib shot. Oh, my God. And it was like a minute and a half. Yeah. Just to get to this stupid house. Right. Yeah. And they're like, this is going to win me an Academy Award Mm -hmm. for sweeping shots. I smell Oscar. Uh, Anyways, so basically what happens, because we don't want to talk about this film, uh, a lady puts a towel in the trash. And a kid goes for a bike ride with a dog that's not on a leash. That pissed me off pretty good. Uh, also, that kid is like way too young to be just riding down the goddamn street by herself with the damn dog. And your neighbor lady, who's clearly drunk because she's Sherilyn Fenn, uh, is. Oh, hey, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was gonna. I I forgot to mention before we recorded. I was like, let's not talk about Sherilyn Fenn, so I can wait till three quarters through the episode when I go, holy shit, that's Sherilyn Fenn. <laughs> I didn't you- realize it was her. I was so fucking bored watching this that I was doing my research as I was doing it. And towards the end of the movie, after the moment when I did the pause, see how far we're through and it's halfway and I go, oh, and I roll out of my chair. <laughs> um, about 20 minutes after that, there's another dry sequence of just fucking drib and tracking shots where nothing's happening. And I'm on the Internet looking at this up and then I'm like, wait, that was Sherilyn Fenn? Hell yeah, buddy. Oh, my God. Twin Peaks was a long time ago. Long ass time ago. Man, it was a long time ago. I still think she looks pretty. She's just older. Hey, look, dude. If I was 60 and Sherilyn Fenn was my neighbor and Jackie had uh, I, uh, fallen out of an airplane in a weird freak accident and she- could... Ran off with a bass player? Hey, no. The airplane thing. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that. And I was looking at Sherilyn Fenn in her bathrobe across the street. I'd still be like, eh? <laughs> eh? <laughs> Here's to you, buddy, because I, I probably would do the same. Right. I'd be like, eh, oh. if it was Bruce Campbell across the street. Well, he still looks good, though. Oh, he looks so good. Yeah. Yeah. Question Handsome one. devil. If you're going to go proposition Sherilyn Fenn, what's the bottle you bring? Because you don't want to go bottom shelf, but you know you can't get... To one of the top shelves, either. BYOB? <laughs> Is it because no, you're, you're too short to get to, to the top house. shelf? Oh, no, it's because if you show up there with, like, 30-year-old Scotch, she's going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? Who's talking about whining and dining, Sherilyn Fenn? I'm just like, hey, you're in a bathrobe, I'm in a bathrobe, you want to bang? And she's like, eh, like, wine and dine? <laughs> Justin's no, just no, over I'm there saying... helicoptering his penis. Yeah, dude, we're 60. You don't need to fucking wine and dine shit like that, Sam. You just show up with whatever you want to drink. So, yeah, just a bottle of cheap vodka. Mostly, actually, Pepto-Bismol. You know. And a half gallon of vodka, because you know she's going to hit it just as hard as <laughs> to you. To wash it down, of course. It's Pepto. You got to dilute that shit. Uh, anyways, so, yeah, she's like, hey, kid, I'll watch you on your bicycle. And you're like, oh, this kid's going to get kidnapped or something terrible is going to happen. But no, she just rides down and pets a bird and then churns around. And you're like, what the fuck? Just what the shit is going on? There's like, this is as much time as you wrote on this. Oh, something bad is happening at the house. So we got to get the kid out of there. Otherwise, how are we going to explain the bad thing? So she rides down the street and touches a bird and goes back. Fuck you. I also like that it doesn't help her avoid the bad thing that's going to happen at the house. Right? Like, just stay there, kid. Just watch it all go down. Soak it in, man. Soak it in. Lean into the bad thing. Because the bad thing is her mom is like, fuck it, I'm done. I put a towel in the trash. Foreshadowing. Like, we didn't even fucking notice that she wrapped something up and put it. Like, like, we're so dumb 
that we forgot about the beginning of the fucking movie, end of the movie, asshole, stupid end of the movie. Uh, anyways, so she's dead. She hangs herself, and oh, this kid is traumatized. You know, the least she could have done is done the Santa Claus thing where she leaves out cookies and milk. Right. Oh, like a distraction? <laughs> like a red herring? Like, the kid's going to come up here. I better leave out some cookies and milk. It's like a last... Kind of like, hey, sorry, I hung myself and then oh, shit on like the Oh, like a like a goodbye letter, like <laughs> yeah, like dear Santa, remember me <laughs> and these oh. cookies. <laughs> no, you got to put a note next to it that says, "Listen, little fucker, these aren't for you. They're for the fucking Reaper." <laughs> <laughs> these are good cookies. I don't, I don't know. Anytime you say cookies, you end up always kind of sounding like, uh, what's his name from the office? Kevin. Kevin. Man, these are good cookies. So now Kevin is the Grim Reaper. Like, it's just natural. When he himself sounds like the cookie monster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So mom's dead. And uh, years later, she's grown up to be Joey King. I don't know how, where, where are we placing her age? 16? She's making out with boys talking about fucking, so I'm I'm saying 16. Yeah, with bad lip injections. Like, what the fuck? Hey, we'll get into come on, that. man. Yeah, we don't need to talk about her physical appearance. She looks- she's Just a kid. She looks like she's, she's had some- 21 in this movie, but- Like, injections, like some of those filler injections at a filler injection party where they don't do it right, and then you have, like, these weird lumpy lips. Hmm. She has weird lips. Okay. I think she just did her own stunts and tripped a lot. Ran into some poles- and used her face as a stopping itch. Until the balls just really brought her down or what? The balls? Ran into a pole. Dude, come on, man. Oh, hey Dude. <laughs> what caused the accident? It was a male plane. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just saying because the first thing we see of her, she's riding her little bike around like nothing has fucking changed. She rides out of the same damn house that her mom hung herself in, which now looks like a shithole. It kind of looked a little crappy before too. But that, anyways, and then she waves at Sherilyn Finn, who has clearly not aged at all. Uh, she's still wearing that same damn bathrobe and being like, God, I wish some weird lonely guy would come over here with some fucking cookies or some Pepto or whatever. And. Uh, she goes down and, and pets a bird. Not really. But then she goes down and uh, sees her uncle, I guess, is who this guy is. And then somebody runs her off the road, Darcy. And she, the first time we see her do something, she eats shit in some trash cans. Yeah, just like so Teen honest. Witch. Just saying, using her face. Teen Witch eats some shit? Yeah, they ran her off the road. Oh, my fucking God. This movie's just Teen Witch. Yeah. That's insane. The popular people run her off the road. That's insane. When she's on her bicycle. This movie's just Teen Witch. Yeah, with monkey paw thrown in for good measure. Well, I mean, you could kind of think Teen Witch is just monkey paw if you consider that weird lady. Zelda is the monkey paw. She's the wish granter. It's just Teen Witch, Jackie. I know. I said that at the beginning of this, this podcast. It's just fucking, God damn it. Fuck. Yeah, it's Teen Witch, but it has all the sensibilities of those late in the series Final Destinations that are impossible to watch. Oh, I loved the Final yeah, Destination dude, I don't know twist what you're on talking this thing. About, uh, <laughs> I loved it. To watch, man, I love that shit. Oh, me too. The, all of them. After a while, the like, nah. just kill them. Nah. Just kill them. I love it. Don't I keep, love like, the... It's gonna be this that gets them. It's gonna be that. I love the I Rube Goldberg deaths, man. It's just fun and stupid, and eventually you're like, because the the thing about horror films is when the person dies, it always sucks. You're like, unless you're like respecting the art. Of, you know, Tom Savini uh, fucking making somebody's head explode or something like that. Or Stan Winston making some creepy monster that jams their fingers up somebody's face. Then you're just respecting art. But in these teenage horror movies, when somebody dies, you're like, if it's instant, you're just like, oh, fuck off. That, That sucks. But when it's long and drawn out, they have no place to go. They've written themselves into a corner to build suspense. And so the death is always so stupid because it has to like meet that peak of the suspense that they've created so they're fucked and now <laughs> you're like god damn it that is the dumbest way to die i've ever seen 
I, I, I like the Final Destination movies, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see all five of them on Stinker Madness someday. <laughs> yep, I like them too. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, so uh, she's having a hard time. She's the least popular kid in school. Her dad, uh, Ryan Philippe, Philippe, Philip, whatever, uh, Sam wants to call, not church it up, uh, he's a dumpster diver. It's not even like... Hey man, I'm looking for treasure. I, I go to state sales, and oh, my dad doesn't have a real job. You know, your dad's a doctor, and your other dad invented some dot uh, com startup, blah blah blah. But my dad just tries to find yard sale deals. No, he's a straight up dumpster diver. Yeah, he doesn't even have a job. He's just a dumpster diver. That's his job. And I guess he goes to flea markets because they talk about going to flea markets, like when they find the monkey paw box mm -hmm. they're like hey this can fetch a good price at the market so they must go to like flea markets or something like that right where they're selling off their wares but still he has to have a sidekick to drive him around <laughs> because he can't drive a car how is this a lucrative business how do they afford that fucking house how do they afford to drive a late 80s early 90s f-150 even that like they should be in Man, we I knew I when I was in college, oh, a little brief history. I worked at a used furniture shop and we knew dumpster divers. They would go in and yes, I sold used mattresses uh when I was in college. I was very poor. Um but you know, that's what that's what you got to do when you're in college, you know? You got to find a job that's got a good work schedule that can work around your classes. So, this person was about as trashy as you can possibly imagine and she but she was the damn hardest worker i ever met she but she would dive into dumpsters pull out fucking mattresses stack them like 50 tall on her fucking beat up truck and it was not a nice red shiny jobber like this one it was an old 78 f100 <laughs> Ooh. Or a Dotson, you know, the dots, the mid 80s Dotsons were always popular because she had a revolving cadre of trucks, whichever one ran today. <laughs> yeah. Or that she could get hot wired in her trailer park. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, this is Dave's truck. Who's Dave? I don't know. <laughs> He's the guy that's passed out in, in lot number six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, these guys are living too good for being dumpster divers. All right. So. As Jackie mentions, they go out. Dad finds this weird box in the trash next to this big estate. And, like, like this estate has got dumpsters in front of its gate? No, I don't think so. Uh, oh, but did you figure out later that there had been a fire in that house? No, well, yes, I did figure that out later because the movie told me. Yeah, so that's why there's dumpsters in front of this really nice house. I don't think you put dumpsters out there. Either way, uh, so they find a box. And he's like, here you go, baby. Here, here's a nice, uh, cool uh, thing I found. She's like, eh. Consider it your birthday present. Yeah, right. When is your birthday, for one? Like, I don't think he really even knows. He's like, consider this a birthday present. I don't have to do this once a year, right? Right? My, my birthday's in March, Dad. It already happened. Oh, that's okay. This is your new birthday it's present. It's not March now? No, it's fucking June. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. And thanks for the used trash that you found while you were out today. Appreciate yeah. that. And uh, it's written in Chinese, and she instantly uh, knows enough Chinese to translate it and she, to say that wishes seven. She thinks she's got seven wishes out of this damn thing. Well, she is in Chinese class in high school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let me tell you, as taking having taken Japanese in high school, uh, I didn't know the numbers. And you know how I ended up passing is I volunteered to bring seaweed and cheese in once a week so that I could pass the course because I was never going to learn the language. Yeah, they were grading on a curve, dude. Nobody passes Japanese with any sort of skill in high school. Nope. <laughs> or you could be like me and take three years of Spanish in high school and not being able to speak it, having done as well as anyone did in the class. Correct. Uh, anyways, so immediately she wishes that Darcy rots. I wish that Darcy would just rot. And Darcy is the one that ran her off the road. She's right. the popular blonde. She got in a rumble and called her schmegma. Yeah, and she was like, and Darcy's always calling her winner. And I'm like. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? 
I guess this is supposed to be a new thing, right? Where instead of calling people losers, you're like, you're a real winner. What? That's yeah. a, supposed to be a new thing? What? That's huh? supposed to be a diss. And I was like, I would just look at somebody if they're like, you're a winner. I'd be like, yeah, fucking damn right I am. Fuck you. Yeah, I didn't get Wait, the winner thing. A, a diss? Yeah. Yeah. Diss Sam. So did, did you write this movie about yeah. teenagers, Jackie? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm writing this podcast in my head right now. Here comes a gnarly diss. Yep. You're a winner, Sam. You're a fucking winner. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go win yourself a new Annabelle doll with a nice, soft, leathery asshole? <laughs> <laughs> leathery? <laughs> leathery. Nothing feels good on my penis like cold leather. <laughs> Brought to you by, oh my God, it's stuck. <laughs> yeah. Don't jack off with your belt. It's bad. <laughs> well, you know what happens when you jack off with your belt? You end up, uh, you know, David Carradine. Oh. hey Yeah, well, that means it depends on, depends on where you put the belt. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, so I so that night she makes this wish. It opens up the spooky box. It's it's very Annabelle esque, and uh, it plays some shitty music, and then it closes on its own. And in the morning, uh, Darcy gets up and she is uh, rotting from the legs up. She's she's got a case of the gangrene. Uh, it's it's uh, she spent too much time outside in Siberia over the previous evening, and now uh, her, she's coming apart. Yeah, and this is a school night. Why are these people all camped out on her floor? I guess they're just like, that's what the cool kids do is they just get wasted in Darcy's bedroom. Okay. Yeah. It looked like she had two pet people. Pet? Pet? Pet people. Pet people. That were sleeping on like fancy dog beds around her room. Those were her dudes. That's her entourage. They've been with her this whole movie, Jackie. Okay. I know that, but I- Pet (laughs) people. I didn't, like, invite my friends over and be like, fucking sleep on the floor. Because you didn't have any. <laughs> you winner. <laughs> God, this is taking a dark turn. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't tell people the truth about me. Also, True, I one, was a loser. The one fancy pet bed you're talking about is he's kind of half crammed into the closet, sleeping on a blanket, spilling out with his phone. Doesn't look comfortable no, at all. No, no. Mm-hmm. These people fell these people were doing some hard drugs and passed out immediately. They're lucky they're still alive. Anyways, so the next day, Claire, Claire hears about it. Our heroine, I don't even think I said her name. Uh, Claire, she hears about it, and she's like, well, maybe that box is real. I'll give it another go. And then she's looking for her dog, who was the dog from the bike in the mo- in the beginning of the movie, and she finds him under the house, and he's dead. And she's like, oh, no. They did the dog. Yeah. Bad call. Wait. Did she wake up and go into the bathroom yet? Uh, who? The lady. The lady. From the slumber party who got cursed. Yeah, I told yeah. She had. She had, you know, she had the gangrene. Oh, yeah. No, I thought she took off her socks and she's like, I got the diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> it could have very well been the diabetes. Maybe she had COVID toes, you know. Is that a thing? Yeah, COVID toes. Your toes turn all grody because you're... Uh, your blood sucked up into your body so it can fight uh, this lung infection so your toes don't get any circulation and they uh, they get all weird. It's a real thing. I'm not making that up. Check it out. COVID toes. Look some pictures up. Don't look at No, because you know what's going to happen? It's going to be like the brown recluse thing. Yeah, don't ever look at medical pictures. They're gross. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, watch out for the brown recluses. And there was a spider on the porch this weekend and I was here alone and I almost fucking died because it, I was like, oh, my God, that could be a brown recluse. So I got on my phone. I looked it up. I'm like, close enough. Whap! It's really weird when you look at uh, pictures of other people's grody medical conditions. But when you look at your own, you're just kind of like, eh, I'll ignore it. It'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Those pictures of my colonoscopy that I like to share with other people are pretty cool. Yeah, it's your own body. You're like, eh, whatever. That's look not into gross. my butthole. <laughs> but, but anybody else sees it, and they're like, whap! <laughs> yeah. What is that? Is that a softball? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Lemmy Wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so immediately she's like, oh, dead dog, whatever. Wish two. Doesn't wish the dog back to life. Uh, she's like, I hope Paul falls madly in love with me. And <laughs> she also should have wished that Paul 
wasn't the biggest tool on the planet. Yeah. But just like Teen Witch, right? <coughs> she wishes for that guy to fall in love with her. Right, right. But at least that guy was just rapey. Paul is a tool. Paul is a psychopath who is going to stab you in your sleep. Well, that's because of the wish. But before that even started, he was like, like she. it shows his Instagram and he's just got a bunch of shirtless selfies. And you're like, oh, my God, Paul sucks. Paul's got herpes. Yeah, total herp, dude. We had to have it before because the only person he's fucking is himself because he yeah, can't right. stop looking in the mirror. Right, exactly. All right. So now this, that takes a while for it to happen. Elsewhere, uh, her uncle slips into a bathtub or slips on the bathtub. <laughs> this is so stupid because when he slips on the tub and goes down, it's clear that it's shot in a way that he smashes the back of his head against the tub. Causing instant death. Everybody who falls in the bathtub smashes their head open. They bleed to death right there. There's no more. But he's like, oh, my God, that was a hell of a tumble. <laughs> and then he fucking sits up and bonks his face on the faucet. And that's what does him in. <laughs> yeah, no. This is a couple of nasty lumps. Also, he wouldn't have had this happen had he ever gotten into the bathtub before today. Right. This is a classic case of like, first time in the bath, fella? <laughs> well, first time in the bath after drinking a, a, a diluted cocktail of Pepto and vodka, because I went over to Sherilyn Fenn's house earlier today, and that's what we were up to, you know? So, yeah, I'm pretty wasted. Should have. I even took off my life alert. Sam, Sam is like, yeah, I don't even care about this joke. I'm going to look at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking yeah, at everybody's my notes. Everybody's being real trying quiet. To, I was looking at my notes trying to find something actually funny to say. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, so he's dead. Wish three happens, and she wishes that uh, she gets all her uncle's stuff because uncle is quite rich. Uh, he's got a big mansion and nice cars and sweet art and stuff of that nature. Yeah, I, I th I want to say that it's the mom's brother. Okay. He seems pretty old for that. Yeah. No, it's but... her uncle. Yeah, the mom's it's, brother. It's... No, it's her mom's uncle. It's her great uncle. Okay. Oh, Still okay. All right. So Bob's your uncle? Yeah, right. But uh, get it? Because he drowned. Uh, Bob in there in the bathtub. That's Bob, uh, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> at least I comment on crappy jokes. Everybody just looks at me like, Wait, are you expecting a reaction right now? <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, now they're rich. They move into the house, and I guess that means that they've got buttloads of money, too. They didn't just inherit the house. They inherited his bank account or something because dad's like, here, take this credit card that I have in my name and that you can use because that's how credit cards work and, like, wills and all that. And go on a shopping spree, and we get a fucking makeup montage in the middle of this goddamn fucking horror movie? Oh, wait. When I say horror movie, I mean Teen Witch ripoff. I want to be the most popular Oh, that's coming. Girl. That's coming, Jackie. God damn it. And then they make a big deal about $800 purses. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 800 bucks, huh? That That's your really expensive purse? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you live in but fucking nowhere. <laughs> well, she is a teenager. She, you know. Dude. $800 for a teenage no. purse is pretty expensive. Purse. If you're if you are like rolling in the dough, an $800 purse is Fear nothing. Harris Hilton, say? Yeah. I mean, like Louis Vuitton, that that shit is fucking expensive. I mean, we're talking thousands of dollars for a purse. But 800 bucks, eh? I own a $500 purse. It's not that big a deal. Where is it at and how quick could I unload that purse? <laughs> Probably pretty quick. We own quite a few expensive purses like that I upstairs. could churn that purse into some uh, some dinners or some marijuana. Or yep. Sam could turn it into a butthole because it is made of leather. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> For his doll. Sex doll. We could rent it yeah. to him. Mm -hmm. Make that $500 it's back. <laughs> Be careful of the zipper, though, and the buckle. Uh, all right so speaking of Sherilyn Fenn um she's making dinner a wish has happened and so somebody must die as the rules of the movie uh have already declared to us 
Uh, and she dies in the first of the Final Destination sequences, and it is fucking hilarious. Sam, did you like this? Uh, no, I wrote fuck you down, and then I put 15 exclamation points after it. <laughs> I laughed my fucking ass off, because it is the dumbest fucking thing ever. She gets, we're not even going to do the buildup, but she goes down by her hair getting stuck in the garbage disposal, and at one point there's a shot of her going, ah, and it's tearing off her scalp, rather then the hair snapping, I'm sorry, hair is just not that strong. Otherwise, you couldn't pull out somebody's hair. Her entire fucking head starts to come apart because of garbage disposal. And then she slips on a banana peel and breaks her neck on the sink. Hilarious. <laughs> How many ways do you need to torture this poor woman? <laughs> Filmmaker. <laughs> Sherilyn Finn, treat her with some respect. Like a bottle of vodka and Pepto. Where you go, baby? Yep. <laughs> Adding insult to injury, she spilled her wine as she died. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That was the real tragedy. Yep. She didn't even get to finish her drink. All right. Speaking of which, I should just chug this now, so that way when we, if we do have listener feedback today, I'll be ready to agree to anything. Mm-hmm. So we're going to skip ahead a little bit and abbreviate. Uh, her uh. friend Ryan finds uh her, her his cousin super knows agent uh chinese she's so, going to the university she's yeah. studying it right so they take the box over there and she's like oh, for the most part i can read this but i can't read this one little thing but she gives us some rules and they find out about some of the original owners and stuff and it and it and it translates to uh you got to touch it for it to work she literally says that and at no point has claire ever touched the fucking box while what are you making talking about wish. yes she did when no, she every single it. time are you sure? Yeah. I don't think she did. She's flopped down on the bed when she wishes for somebody to get plague. Uh-huh. I'll just take your word for it. We yeah. don't need a recount. She, she, I didn't think she had, but... Yeah, she's okay. been holding the box the whole time. Uh, And you can't sell it or toss it or all your wishes are undone. So, uh, there you go. But then the last line is, when the music ends, blank happens, and they need some professor to translate it. Uh, so that goes by pretty quick. Uh, but in the meantime, she sees dad digging in the trash again. And she's like, oh my God, my dad is so embarrassing. I wish my dad would stop being embarrassing. So then he becomes Kenny G. <laughs> yep. With his saxophone and his sweet black button up shirts. And her friends want to bang him. Yeah. That was kind of gross. Uh huh. I don't think I ever had a friend that looked at my dad and was like, oh my God, I'm going to bang your dad. Nope. Well, not. Especially not while he was playing Kenny G. No. Well, my dad didn't have any musical abilities. Does that make you horny, Jackie? No. <laughs> Your mouth trumpet? That's how that Kenny it, G song went. <laughs> does it make you want to push the lobby button? <laughs> uh... Then... Because of that, the uh, the translator friend, she uh, eats trip shit on some carpet and stabs herself in the face with her own art. It's why you don't make large pieces that have rhino horns. Mm-hmm. It's a ticking time bomb. You know what this type of art was actually called? Post-mortal. <laughs> Are you trying to make a joke about post-mortem? No, like post-modern. Post- yeah. Pomo. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it re- really made an impression on her brain. Yeah. Well, it did get to the point. That's Point isn't art. I mean, you could do some twist on like... Uh, it, the bull had a point. I know, but that's not like... I'm doing art genres, Jackie. Try to keep up. Well, at least she didn't chop her ear off. Fan, go. You know what? I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. You should have just let me do the terrible jokes. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't know anything about art, really. I'm like, ooh, that's cool. She would have been much safer if she'd just gone with cubism. (laughs) 
<laughs> so dumb. Okay, all right. Uh, she'll never be the head of a major corporation. Um, so anyways, so he finds the translation, Ryan, her, her cousin, and he's like, oh my God, uh, there's a blood price that has to be paid when the music ends. What's that mean? It means everybody's going to die. Like they just infer that. I mean, well, I, the blood price. Okay. So we cut our fingers and then drip the blood inside the thing and cool. Well, and he also tells her that eventually it comes back to get your soul. Right. After oh, yeah, you, yeah, After yeah. you finish the seven wishes. You got wishes. seven wishes. So he's like, you need to stop. Yeah, because he does, is this where he does the montage on the other owners, and that's where we get Jerry O'Connell? Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. And then he's like, I'll help you get rid of it. But in the meantime, her redheaded friend is like, I'm going to be the most popular girl, and steals it. Well, no, because next wish, she's still got a wish coming up, Jackie. Wish number five is that she is the most popular girl. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is this when she puts on the shirt that is a tablecloth? Uh-huh. Yes. Nothing says most popular girl like a doily shirt. Yep. And then she goes to a party and she's fucking applauded. There's a standing ovation at a party where she enters the room. You know, I went to high school parties. Mm-hmm. I have never seen anybody applauded walking into a party. I got one up on you. In high school, I was the most popular girl. I dress up, put on a blonde wig, and stuff stuff some stuff down my bra, and be like, "Hey, boys, look at me!" <laughs> and I was the most popular girl. They never applauded me; mostly booed. <laughs> oh my god! Growing up in a small town. <laughs> Hi, Gary. How's your day going? <laughs> And Sam was your best friend? Was he your date to a lot oh, of these Oh, not functions? when I was the most popular girl. No, Sam was not my best friend. Sam was not invited to those parties. <laughs> no, I was playing Sega Genesis and not giving two shits. <laughs> hey, Justin, you seen Sam? I don't know who this Justin is. I'm Brenda. <laughs> oh, my God, Brenda. <laughs> Okay. And then you would get on the table and dance and be like, somebody give me a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to do a blowjob? <laughs> it really sucks to be the most popular girl. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Okay, all right. All right. So anyways, uh, she now she's got, she's realizes she's got a stalker at her windows, taking pictures of her at night. Skip ahead, it's fucking Paul, and he tries to kill himself, sort of. Uh, whatever, I don't really care about Paul. Uh, she's trying to get rid of the box, and then, oh, she also finds Sherilyn Fenn dead, like, yeah. two fucking weeks later. She's been in there for a while. Well, thank yeah. God for rigor mortis, because, you know, it really helped her to hold the pose. Yeah, but dude, she should have had, like, the ickies all over her. Well, her skin should have detached from her. Yeah, she's just top of her head, and she should have just kind of slumped down into the floor. Oh, and then you just grab a shovel and just put her in the garbage disposal. <laughs> That's where the rest of it goes. Do I get this house too now that she's yeah, dead? Clean up. I mean, like honestly, <sighs> why didn't she run home and wish for her stuff? Yeah, and also her friends now think she sucks, which means the wish to be the most popular girl affected everybody but her two best friends. Because they should still be like, you're amazing. Well, the redhead is from Stranger Things, so she's seen a lot of fucked up shit. I think that's a different person. No, it's not. Uh, I think it this might is be. the one that gets taken to the underworld at the pool. Yeah, I think it might be a different person. No, it's not. Mm. Sam? Fact check? Uh, I, no, no idea. Oh, fuck you guys. It is. Yeah. It's the best friend of the most popular girl in Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, anyways... She tells them about the wishes, and uh, they tell her she sucks, and uh, they're right because she does, and we'll get that to the end. Um, but they convince her to chuck it. She doesn't chuck the box, uh, and so they they steal it. And then she has to steal it back, and she goes into a crazy come-down uh, drunk tremor what is that called when you're coming off the drug? The, the heroin. The, well, no, when you the heroin especially. The and, withdrawals. Uh, yeah, withdrawals. The withdrawals. Yeah, she's got the withdrawals because this shit's worse than rubber cement. Oh yeah, she totally is like, 
Give me my loot! Give me my stash! No! Pushes redhead friend right down the stairs. I don't remember this scene in Teen Witch. No. Yeah, she just becomes the not most popular girl. But anyways, so uh, so her wishes are collapsing around her because I get, which breaks the fucking rules because A, she didn't sell it, and B, she didn't trash it. Somebody just fucking kifed it. That should well, be that, per, like, like there should be more. We need some fucking legislation about, you know, how to regulate this box. Your, your laws are too loosey-goosey, you damn Chinese mystery box. Uh, monkey Maybe paw the, box. The box is just a liar. It's a fucking liar, man. So now she's poor. They have to move back into the junkie old house. Well, not house. yet, because there's a sequence where Dad almost gets ran over by Dominic Toretto <gasps> and his boys mm. and because he's got a flat tire. And then Dad is like, I'm changing this tire and crawls under the car to pick up a lug nut. And it's not even a lug nut. It's a lug bolt. That's not a thing. Uh, and, uh, whereas the lug bolt is on the other side of the car, but he decides to go underneath the car to pick it up. And so he's like, Oh, is he going to get squished? Nope. This is final destination shit. And then uh, the car, the tire rolls down the road and bounces off the hood of another car and flies at his face. And he fucking kneels his way out of it. Hilarious, right? No, that's part sucked. Uh, also he's richer than shit now. Triple a sax man, right? Yeah. He's in a Beamer. Nobody that drives a Beamer changes their own fucking tire. <laughs> but uh, where they're at, uh, Meredith, her friend, uh, has gotten elevated. Oh, my God. One of the most annoying teenagers in the yeah, world. She sucks pretty hard. She sucks pretty hard. But she gets elevated. One of the uh, only entries in the IMDb trivia was that there's a shot of her standing directly underneath the elevator foreshadowing it. And it's like reading between the lines. It was like, Oh wow. Someone really went through this movie hard and only found one instance of foreshadowing. Nice. But somebody watched this movie twice. That sucks. Yeah. Poor bastard. Yeah. Then this movie gets fucking weird and I have a hard time following like the sequence of the events after this because it just seems to go into this. We got to wrap it up, B. Yeah, yeah, right. Because now we're, well, it, we do kind of because we're at wish six. And wish six is, I wish my mom didn't kill herself. And so she travels back in time. Or no, like, the, the dude, you dig on multiverses. And now she's living in a multiverse and her mom's still alive and everything's great. And dad's out having fun out in the front yard with his best friend, Mr. Chainsaw. And uh, she's like, Dad, look out. You're the blood prize. And he's like, huh? And totally takes a chainsaw out of the back of the head. So Which now- begs the question, how do birthdays work? Mm-hmm. How because do like, it's work? your birthday. And then they're like, oh, here's your sisters. And then she's in the attic. And then she's like, open your presents. And you're like, why did you go upstairs? It's still your birthday. She's like, oh, I got to open my presents. But my dad's outside helping the tree trimmer. How do, does he should be be he be at the birthday too? Why is why is your friend chainsaw guy here? <laughs> why is he trying to cut off a small branch that shears would handle by standing on the top of the ladder with one foot and holding a forty two inch chainsaw at it with yeah, one hand? Why are you standing what? underneath the chainsaw being like, "Yep, I like the look of that chainsaw from this angle with my face underneath it." I can really see it tearing through wood. Kiki. Fucking idiots. I, it happened so fast, and I saw the blood spatter that I was like, oh, fuck, I got to rewind it. And then I rewound it too far and ended up having to watch like a minute and a half of this movie over again. Poor bastard. And then when I got there to like see what happened and how fast the cut was, I was appalled and officially very angry at this film. And I encourage no one to ever rewind any of it to see... <laughs> What just what you missed because you didn't miss anything. Yeah. Uh, okay. So dad's dead, but she's also has gone upstairs and found a painting that the mom painted of the black box, which or the Chinese box, which doesn't make sense because if she had the box, the only way for you to end your wishes is to die from it because the Yao Guai, 
the demon that lives in it, which is really interesting. I don't know if that's a real thing in Chinese culture, but the Yao Guai in Fallout 4 culture is a fucking bear that's mutated and eats you. So that was, I was like, Yao Guai. Interesting. Um, and, uh, so that doesn't line up because if she it, like it would have to rewrite her entire history, she can't. She has to die. She can't not have had the box and and not die. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. All over the place with the rules. So she's like, my dad's dead. He's got a chainsaw on his head. I need to make another wish. And so she's like, I'll fucking fuck you up, box. You and I will go twelve rings, twelve rounds, and I will bite your ear off twice. Uh, and, uh, so she wishes that, uh, she can go back to the beginning of the movie and she does before the box is found. She goes out with her dad to the trash can. She's like, no, 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 no. I don't see a spooky Chinese box here. No, 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 no. And she puts it in her backpack and, uh, things go on as normal. And then she goes to Ryan at high school and she's like, Hey, Ryan, Remember all those things that you told me in first grade that you confessed in the other part of the movie? Uh, well, it turns out I want to totally make out with you right now, and you should be my boyfriend. But also, can you take this backpack, not look inside of it, and just bury it? Thanks, bro. <laughs> Thanks, McFart. Yeah, McFarty. Well, so. McFarts agrees to it, and they kiss... And then she decides to go to school, and bam! <laughs> this was great. We were around this part. I like this is it. Flubber. I liked it where Brad Pitt looks back at Claire Forlini, and then there she's not looking at him. But then he turns around, and then she turns around and looks at him, and then they keep doing that for about six seconds, and then um, uh, Joe Black just bounces off about six cars. <laughs> she bounced flubber high. <laughs> Flubber <laughs> I, I've been yelling flubber this whole time because it is like I yelled flubber when I'm watching. I was like, when she first gets hit, I'm expecting, oh, this is going to be kind of gruesome. They finally have to do something a little gruesome. But then she's like, good boy. <laughs> and like, I think she's OK because she's made of rubber. Scott Norward is watching this movie and going, damn it. If only I could punt like that. <laughs> She goes fucking airbag. Okay, so you said earlier just a minute ago, don't rewind and watch anything. Jackie and I backed this up and watched it twice because I laughed yeah. my ass off. It was it was appallingly bad, but it's it was terrible. Funny. How fast was that car going? <laughs> There's no speed to get somebody to bounce like that unless nope. the car is made of rubber and springs <laughs> <laughs> or she just got shot out of a fucking cannon right. yeah she's dead she was the blood price at the end the yaoguai got her uh credits ish uh mid credit sequence ryan finds the box or looks in the bag because of course he is you can't be what the fuck were you thinking Hey, Ryan, I'm so super busy that I need you to go and bury this, or I don't know how shovels work. I've got French class. I don't know. You take care of this death machine, bro, <laughs> who I haven't talked to since the first grade. Come the fuck on. <laughs> right? Just me? <laughs> Anyone pissed? Pissed right now? Pissed off at Jackie? <laughs> I'm pretty mad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move to questions. Okay. <clears throat> all right. I'll start. Yes, please. Who had the best death scene? Oh, totally Claire. I totally yeah, give it to Claire. Yeah, it's the only one I actually laughed at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I laughed at Sherilyn Fenn's as well, but uh, Claire, we did back up, and it was good. I liked the old guy in the bathtub when he hits his head yeah, the it was, second it time. Yeah, it was also really stupid. You <laughs> like old that. people getting hit in the face, though. So. <laughs> I do. I just thought it was fucking hilarious. You're a little biased, but yeah, yeah, all good three choices. It's just shitty that the movie surrounded itself with dumb shits that just didn't care. So otherwise, they, those could have been fun. Sam, you got something? Uh, did the mother actually kill herself over the dumpster diving and not the Chinese magic box? Well, like she was it's early in their relationship. It's harder when you for you on your first kid. She's working at the Kinko's. He's across the street pulling out burritos. 
she killed herself because of the dumpster diving and the box, Sam, because here's the thing. She's got this wish box. She's made wishes. God knows what the fuck her wishes were because it seems like she wished, boy, I wish I could marry Ryan Felipe, but it turns out Ryan Felipe doesn't even know how to drive a car. All he knows how to do is dive into trash. And so she's like, this sucks pretty hard. I'm going to have to off myself and I can't even get rid of this fucking box because no matter where I put it, he's going to find it and bring it back into the house. So I'll just put it in the trash because that's the best I can do. He's going to grab it because he's a trash guy. So I got one way to go. <laughs> Otherwise, the cycle starts over. <laughs> she put it in the trash. I think she was hoping that he'd find it and get his just desserts oh. for a disappointing life yeah, up at this point. But then she the would have known of, that. Go ahead. Like there was a half of a key lime pie in there too. <laughs> yeah. She's got like, it's like a rat trap. The pie gets you in and then the box grabs you. Yeah. Either that or she was like, you know what? My kid's kind of an asshole. Uh, maybe she'll get it and wish for a bunch of Barbie furniture. And then I wish I could touch birds. <laughs> Yeah. I wish I could touch birds right in their face. <laughs> and she does. She pokes that one bird in the what eye. The fuck? I just don't fuck get head. it. Yeah, yeah fuck maybe head their head. mom was like knew the whole score, knew it was going to go bad, and spent all seven wishes on making her daughter less stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and it still didn't work. It still didn't work. I needed 30. All right. Uh, my question is, and this is an impossible one to gauge because we always ask questions like this and we're like, God, that's fucking tough. We'd have to do a catalog. Uh, is she the worst protagonist that we've ever covered? Like worst human being protagonist? Because her friends call her out that she is a selfish bitch. And she totally is. What about she Slenderman? Has- Slenderman's not the te- protagonist, Jackie. He's the antagonist. Yeah, but when she was in that movie, she was also being just a complete bitch. No, that was the other one that sucked. Oh. They were just as bad, though, I think. Yeah, they were recall. pretty it's bad. Hard, it's hard to remember, but yeah, she has no redeeming qualities. None. She's a terrible person. The only thing that involved that is involved in her life is herself. She is the worst of humankind, and we should have no regrets about her uh, getting bounced off of vehicles. Maybe she could have had a chance to redeem herself in college. I don't know, but I think she would have been. I think she would have been an even worse person. She probably would have ran for uh, Congress and 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 got you know elected because that's how we do stuff now. I guess um, we should vote better. Uh, and so yeah, no, she sucks. She sucks bad. Like one of the fucking uh, Metacritic scores was like. You know, Joey King does some good things to give Claire some redeemable qualities. And I'm like, what? She sucks. She took her friends on a shopping spree. That was probably the nicest thing she did the entire time. No, but she bought their friendship. That wasn't even like she she bought their friendship. They were already friends. And then she ditched them. Yeah, well, an eight hundred dollar purse sucks. gets you a lot of forgiveness. She's—I think she's one of the worst protagonists. I'm just going to go ahead and crown her. Uh, if we can come up with a worst protagonist in the future that we can compare her against, I'm down with it. But for right now, she is the worst protagonist we've ever had on the podcast. So there. Anybody else? Does this any better or worse than the average PG-13 horror, or is this just what they all are now and before? I don't know. I I guess that kind of leads into final recommendations because what I was going to say is, yes, it sucks. Yes, it's horrendously stupid, but it's just a dime a dozen, man. I've seen this movie like 60 fucking times now in the last 10 years. Like, we just keep running into it, just smashing our faces right against this goddamn movie because, A, Jackie looks at the cover and is like, we're doing that movie, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's just fucking this movie again. Uh, Just the same everything. In fact, it's so the same. It's goddamn fucking Teen Witch. Uh, No, there's nothing here. Uh, This is a don't from me, and yeah, Sam, it's they're all just this. 
Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it not, I mean, don't even look at the poster. Don't even don't look at it. Don't even look at the poster. Avert your eyes! Sorry. <laughs> I will apologize for this turd right now and blame it on that listener feedback and being sauced once again for this podcast. Uh, yeah, Jared uh, Jared G. He, uh, he gave some other good recommendations, though. He did say that this movie sucks pretty hard, and that's the worst that he's seen recently. So Yeah, um, you I, were right. It's a don't. You put that on yourself by saying, I'm going to choose the thing that this guy said was one of the worst movies he's seen recently. So, Well, yeah. my farts are more entertaining. Farts are way more entertaining than this piece of shit. Next week is my pick. I've got a uh, special uh, October Spooktober Fest uh, uh, pick thing, whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say. With Linda Blair and David Hasselhoff currently streaming on uh, Amazon Prime called Witchery. Witchery, like a brewery for witches. There's a witch's brew happening up in there, and you're going to drink it, and it'll be spooky and fun. <laughs> and some of it's going to have a perm. Actually, <laughs> a lot of it might have a perm. There might be double perms here. Might be double perms. Anyway, so check that out this week, guys. Uh, have a good time, and get to the chop. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.